All right, so we are back with another episode of Holden Legal Live, and today we're going to be discussing the steps that Congress has taken to counter the current economic crisis uh, that the COVID-19 pandemic has created. So we're going to go through some specific programs, many of these programs you may have heard of before, but on the news and in different articles online, they're often devoid of important details, important legal elements of these. So Matt is going to run through these for you. So uh, Matt, anything anything to say before we get started? Well, I'm just really glad that we have the opportunity to discuss this. I've had a lot of questions and calls from clients, um, current clients, pa um, past clients, new clients, all wanting to understand what this new legislation means and, and simplified so that they can understand it and they can apply for it. Definitely. So first, let's start with the, uh, the CARES Act. So Congress passed this. This is uh, the affordable, it affords economic relief for small businesses impacted by COVID-19 by appropriating $350 billion to the SBA or the Small Business Administration. And th what they're doing here is they are appropriating low interest loans um, with, in some cases, the prospect of loan forgiveness. So can you speak a little bit to that? Absolutely. So in response to the massive economic disruption uh, COVID-19 has caused to businesses of all sizes, and particularly small businesses, on March 27, 2020, President Trump signed into law the Keeping American Workers Paid and Employed Act as part of the larger Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, known as CARES Act. Under the act, the Small Business Administration, the SBA, is authorized to make up to $349 billion in loans to eligible small businesses under the Business Loans Program account for the Paycheck Protection Program. Now, we'll get into that a little bit more later, but just keep in mind, I'm going to talk about Paycheck Protection Program or the Triple P Program. Okay, great. So can you speak a little bit more to that specific program and say, like, what exactly is the Paycheck Protection Program? No problem. Absolutely. So the Triple P or, or Paycheck Protection Program is designed to promote the continued employment of employees. The, the Triple P Program allows eligible for-profit and non-profit businesses with no more than 500 employees or a greater number based on the size standard applicable to the industry, as well as eligible sole proprietors, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals to obtain a loan to cover payroll costs, including healthcare premiums and pay time off, rent, utilities, interest on mortgage payments, and interest on other pre-existing loans for an eight-week period between the dates of February 15th, 2020 and June 30th, 2020. Okay, great. So it sounds like this is really earmarked and designated for to help support business owners whose business may have been affected by this COVID-19 crisis. Exactly. That's absolutely so, right. So who exactly is eligible under the PPP? So eligible employers and self-employed indiv individuals are eligible for loans that are generally equal to the lesser of $10 million dollars or 2.5 times the borrower's average monthly payroll costs over the one-year period preceding the loan, plus certain other costs. Compensation of an individual employee in excess of $100,000 during the one-year period before the loan is made is not included within the calculation. So, in other words, 
the, the eligible employers and self-employed individuals are going to have to submit these numbers in order to become eligible. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. So now going off of that, what are eligible employers permitted to use these loan proceeds for? Great question. So the, the loan proceeds may only be used to cover payroll costs, costs related to the continuation of group health care benefits during periods of paid sick, medical or family leave, and insurance premium payments on interests of any mortgage obligations incurred prior to February 15th, 2020, rent on any lease enforced prior to February 15th, 2020, utilities, interest on debt incurred prior to the covered period. So just keep that in mind as, as you're taking out these, th these loans and what you're gonna use them for. Okay, great. So now what type of terms will these lo loans have exactly? Excellent question. Things to keep in mind, the loans will have the following terms. 10-year maturity to the extent they're not forgiven. And again, I'll come back to this. So there is an opportunity for a portion of the loan to be forgiven. The interest rate will not be greater than 4%. There will be no personal guarantees required. They are non-recourse loans. Lenders are required to treat every borrower as having been impacted by COVID-19 and to defer the loan repayment for no less than six months and no longer than one year if the borrower requests deferral. And the borrower and lender fees are waived. Okay, great. So now what about loan forgiveness? Will any portion of a PPP loan be forgiven? Is that possible? Again, excellent question. And, and what I had alluded to before, unlike economic injury disaster loans under the SBA or EIDLs, the federal government has incentivized small businesses to maintain their workforce by offering to forgive the loan in an amount equal to the sum of the payroll costs and other eligible uses to which the business applies the loan during the eight week period. Expenses eligible for forgiveness, okay? This is what is eligible for forgiveness. Payroll costs and employee compensation, mortgage interest, rent, and utilities. The restrictions on forgiveness, here they come. Forgiveness amount will be reduced by a fraction, the numerator of which is the average of full-time equivalent employees employed during the eight-week period following receipt of the loan, and the denominator of which is either the average number of full-time employees employed by the borrower between February 15th and June 30th, 2020, or the average number of full-time employees employed by the borrower between January 1 and February 29, 2020. The borrower elects which fraction to use. Forgiveness amount, which will be reduced by the total reduction in salary or wages of any employee earning less than $100,000 on an annualized basis that exceeds 25% of the total salary or wages of the employee during the preceding full quarter in which the employee was employed prior to the date of the loan. The borrower does not lose forgiveness of the loan based on employees whose employment is terminated or whose salaries and wages are decreased by more than 
between February 15, 2020 and ending on the date that is 30 days after the date of enactment of this act. If by June 30, 2020, the employer has eliminated the reduction in the workforce and the reduction in salaries and wages. Okay, great. So now going off of all this information, I know it's a, it's a lot to take in, but it really is important for listeners to realize that it is important. You know, if you need to rewind the episode, take notes. Um, we will also provide relevant links in the description. It's really important that you understand this from a legal perspective and aren't just reading articles from random sources online, because this is the type of information that is really, really important. So are there any other additional you know, types of information or resources that listeners may benefit from in regards to this? Absolutely. Um, the act delegates authority to participating banks to make and approve these loans to eligible borrowers, which will be 100% SBA guaranteed. The applicant must submit a good faith certification detailing, number one, that the uncertainty of current economic conditions makes necessary the loan request to support the business's ongoing operations. Number two, acknowledging the funds will be used to retain workers and maintain payroll or make mortgage interest payments, lease payments, and utility payments. Number three, the business does not have another application pending for a loan under the Act for the same purpose. And four, during the period beginning February 15, 2020 and ending on December 31, 2020, the business has not received amounts under the Act for the same purpose and that are duplicative of the amounts applied for. The federal government has announced that it expects to be able to start receiving applications for this loan program by this Friday, April 3, 2020, which is tomorrow. While small businesses can still apply for economic injury disaster loans, EIDLs, directly with the SBA, the purpose, uh, excuse me, the prospect of loan forgiveness and the ability to apply for a loan directly with an eligible FDIC-insured lender makes the Paycheck Protection Program, the P program, an appealing choice for small businesses. Our team at Holden Legal will closely monitor evolving developments related to this program so that we can continue to serve the needs of our valued clients. If you or anybody else has questions about how this particular loan program can assist you or your business, or if you'd like to discuss what other funding options are available, including EIDLs, please contact us. We'd be happy to help you. Great. This is a lot of really helpful information. And I, what we will do is in the description of the podcast, we will put relevant links so that they can understand how to do this and how to go about this. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up? I, there's a lot of information out there. Um, I know it can be confusing. Uh, like you said before, please rewind the episode, take some notes. Please reach out to us with questions. We're happy to help. Great. Thanks so much, Matt. Thank you.